everyone, you are tuning in to Frida's World Podcast, a platform where women of color can have open, honest, and candid discussions about their experiences being professional women, both in and out of the workplace. I am your host, Frida Pierre. Frida! Frida! Frida Pierre! Well, my guest, before I jump into who I am, (laughs) I am here with Fabiola Jean. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Since since you chimed in, right? (laughs) Seriously. I am your host, Rita Pierre, CEO and founder of Frida Woman NYC, a fashion brand that sets out to motivate and instill confidence in professional women through the use of fashion accessories. So as I stated, I am joined here today by the lovely Fabiola Jean. Thank you for having me. So just to give everybody a background i'm trying to be as transparent as, as possible right like that's as my thing be. that's my motive we are all not, we are not perfect this is like outtake number three <laughs> <laughs> but i was not gonna stop i you know so i'm i'm being real i am showing you guys my faults i am not perfect i could have cleaned this up for you but i chose not to and that's what matters that's what matters authenticity <laughs> exactly respect me please <laughs> Yes, Fabiola, thank you so much for being here today. I'm excited. We, we are going to definitely talk about all things Fabi. Mm-hmm. But before we get in, you know, we have a tradition here on Frida's World Podcast to introduce the Frida Woman of the Week, which you know all about. Yes. Because yes. you were Frida Woman, I think, episode two, episode three, right? Yes. Thank you, thank you. So, without further ado, this week's Frida Woman is my dear friend and also a friend of Fabiola. Yes. None other than Barbara Delalu, a.k.a. Roxy Digital. So, Roxy and I, well, I call her Barbara, but Barbara and I. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Barbie. Dr. Barbie, because she does have that doctor in front of her name. All right. Um, You know, we went to college together. We went to St. John's University. Shout out to St. John's University. And um, it's been, we've known each other for years, but it's really rare that you maintain friendships with your, you know, with college friends. That's true. Like, you know, over 10 years later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was, it's it's really a blessing to to still be in, you know, communication with somebody who's like such a powerhouse. Yes. You know, and she's, she's so amazing. helpful. Mm-hmm. I had a gala in March, which you knew about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she answered the call to MC it. And she went to work the same night. Same night. The same night. And she did such an amazing job. And it wasn't like, no, let me get back to you. She was like, I'm there. I'm doing it. I support you. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you don't talk to, you know, the person like every day. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you need them, they're there. So I definitely appreciate uh, Roxy Digital. And that's one of the reasons why she is Frida Woman of the Week. Not just because she's my friend, but because she's <laughs> amazing. So a little bit about Barbara. She is a social media and networking butterfly who stings. Known to the radio world now as Roxy, who was born on the new radio 103.9 New York. Currently, she is the on-air at 95.5 PLJ and is certainly no stranger to hard work, dedication, and she's all about making an honest dollar while making your day beautiful. 
Uh, Roxy has mentored all over New York City through several organizations recognized as a Vibe Vixen of the Day from Vibe Vixen Online Magazine, voted as one of the hottest women in radio two years in a row. De La Lu continues to give back through organizations like Delete Blood Cancer and College Summit New York while rocking out on the New York City airwaves. So, Roxy, Barbara, beautiful stranger. <laughs> you we, rock, girl. You rock. <laughs> we commend you for everything that you do. And we are so excited um, to have you as Frida Woman of the Week. And we know that you are going to continue doing great things. You are a trailblazer. You embody the Frida Woman values by being erudite, by being fierce, by being resilient, daring, empowered, ambitious, all things Frida Woman. Mm -hmm. And we look forward to seeing what else you have in store for us. So, Roxy, we salute you. We tip our hats. We, what is it, a little hand clap? A little hand clap? I am going to get that machine. No, 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 it's okay. I'm going to yeah. get that machine that, that, that does the clapping for the you. The automated audience. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you or someone you know uh, believe you are a Frida Woman, Please send us your picture, a brief bio, and you could send all that information to info at FridaWomenNYC.com. Again, that's info at F-R-E-E-D-A WomenNYC.com. So before we get into all things Fabby, mm. we are going to play a game. Oh, yes? Yes, we are. And... I must say, Fabi, you are the first to play this game. Woo! You That's are the right. first. Christian it. it. The yes. first to play the game. So this game is called Classy, Clatchet, or Ratchet. Woo! All right? All right? Sips tea or sips, sips tea, wine. Sips wine. Sips, you know, whatever it is that you have. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, may not know what the word clatchet means. So, you know, mm -hmm. thanks to Urban Dictionary, who has so graciously defined this word and many other mm -hmm. um, uh, puzzling terms in right. our community. Listen, I had to Google a few. <laughs> so we are going to uh, define this word via Urban Dictionary. So, clatchet, as described here as an adjective, mm -hmm. someone who is ratchet and classy at the same time. Yep. So, here's an example, because they always give you these interesting examples. Right, right. Allison was so clatchet at Joelle's wedding, she was dancing with a bottle of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting that. that, that listen, listen. Uh, they have another one. <laughs> Oh they God. have another one here. El classy plus ratchet. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Elegant women who dance to strip club music are clatchet. Yeah, this is the truth. This is the truth because um, I I partake in right. the trap music. Listen. Trap, trap, trap. Cardi B had us all clatchet. Listen, okay. listen, listen. So... <laughs> We're going to, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Fabi, mm -hmm. and Let's you are play. going to tell me whether it's classy, ratchet, or clatchet. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Now with this question, I don't know if you remember this song. Do you remember the group Sporty Thieves? Yes. Yes. Sporty Thieves, mm -hmm. right? They had a couple mm -hmm. of songs. Listen. Couple <laughs> of songs. Some females had some problems. I mean, I, I, again, I love rap music. I love trap music. So Sporty Thieves, I knew all the lyrics. Right. So... Question number one. 
A woman who wears open toe sandals, two to three sizes, too small. Classy, ratchet, or clatchet? I'm going to have to say that is ratchet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. A line from the song, you only walk pigeon toe because your shoes are small. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Let's be real with our size, ladies. I mean, it's with a with a uh, society that's accepting every way and who we are let's just accept the truth and you know what it's it's really important what you just said because i went to well we had a um it was the style and the workplace um event that free to women had a, maybe like a month and a half ago and one of the audience members danielle henry who you also know mm-hmm. makeup artist to the Shout stars out to you know, she made a really good point. She's like, you know, nobody knows what size you're wearing from like afar. Like, get something that fits you and makes you look good as opposed to, you know, buying these tight dresses. Like, That's you're so trying to true. fit into a size four, but you're a size eight. eight. And it's okay to be a size eight. Like, nobody's looking at you like, mm, unless you're a hater mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they're out there. Yep. But unless you're a hater, you're not looking at this woman like, ooh, that looks like. That's like a size eight, right. size ten. Like, right. ooh, nobody's doing nobody's that. Nobody's doing that. I personally appreciate somebody who looks decent in their clothes. Me too. I don't see rolls hanging out to the side. You know what I mean? So, yes, exactly. Just buy, just, just buy the shoe that's your size. Pretty much. You'll do it all a favor. All a favor. We Everyone make, a we favor. We crack jokes on we you. We don't want to see the toe that's sweeping the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The toe is sitting, sweeping. It's like hanging off for dear life. Like you got dirty toes. Dirty toes. You can't oh find the right shoe. And it's not even because not be it was right. like on sale. And you're right. like, even if it was on sale, it's not your denial. size. Right. It's not your size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm so done. <laughs> All right. So this kind of also goes in line with, you know, clothing. Okay. Uh, you have a gala coming mm. up mm. and you have to have this regal, elegant dress. I was there a few weeks ago. Okay, keep okay. going. <laughs> I was there on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> so you buy, you go to the store, you go to Saks Fifth Avenue, mm, mm-hmm. you buy this dress for this black tie all out gala affair, but you keep the tag on because you know you have all plans to return it the next morning. Classy, ratchet, or clatchet? This is common. (laughs) First first and foremost, this is common. And this is, I would, this is clatchet. This is a clatchet. And why is it clatchet? Because I think some people would say that's ratchet. You know what? To be honest, we're living in a day and age where people are living beyond their means. And, you know, let's be real. Look nice for the night and then, you know, return it the next day. I mean, do, do your bank account a favor too, you <laughs> That's know? True. That's true because that hundred-something-dollar dress, which you know, because of social media, you cannot wear it twice within the same gala slash wedding season. Right. You can't. Right. Like, personally speaking, I've, like, last year, thank God, I don't know if I was on the Beyonce diet, I don't know what I was, but I recycled every dress <laughs> from 2008 wedding season which was like seven weddings Mm -hmm. last year i recycled all those 2008 dresses because i was like first of all i don't have the money it's either i don't go to your wedding or (laughs) you don't get a gift i don't know right (laughs) but i had to recycle but i had to wait like seven years to do so because if i had the audacity to wear that dress like the following wedding season gala year Social media, there'd be Would memes about me. You. There'd be memes <laughs> about me. <laughs> right? 
like you can get away with it a few years back when there wasn't any Facebook or tagging you. Snapchat. No, none of that was. Yep, I'm gonna wear that same dress, girl, because no. you know my disposable camera ain't gonna be up anywhere. You're not even gonna develop the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be for show. Are we showing our age here? Like, <laughs> it's all good. Although I have seen the Polaroid making making a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it saying? Is. So you know it, is. but no, that that does make sense because I'm looking at some of the dresses I recently bought, and I'm like, damn, man, I'm gonna have to wait like a good two years. Two years. Two years, unless, unless like it's an event that you didn't take many pictures mm-hmm. and then like, you know, the house cameraman didn't catch you. Right. You might be good. I don't know. But sometimes, you know, I mean, the dress looks that great and I, I, I really don't feel ashamed to wear it. It depends on the dress too, though. Intervals. It depends on the dress. Like if I feel like for me, the long gala, like everybody and their mother saw me walking mm-hmm. the train, the bedazzle, that, you know... The big fat gypsy wedding dress or whatever yes. that has to stay in the closet. That's true. But if it's like a nice like cocktailish yes. dress that I believe could make a multiple appearance in, in a okay. given calendar year. That's true. In a calendar year, you have to spread it out, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> spread it intervals out. out. Spread <laughs> it out. Spread it out. You know what I mean. So that's that. All right. So hmm, question three. We're on question three. It's gonna be five questions. Okay. You know, we gotta okay. spread the wealth. You know, my brain can't come up with all the <laughs> material. <laughs> For every week. <laughs> so, all right. Let's see here. So question three. You bring your, you're going to an event. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a wedding. Could be an event. You bring your bedazzled flask just in case. <laughs> just in case the liquor situation is not on point. Mm. Classy ratchet or clatchet. <laughs> Don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Don't hurt my feelings. Uh, with being a connoisseur of um, <laughs> great wine things, mm-hmm. I would have to say this is classy ratchet. Clatchet. This is clatchet. All right. Clatchet. clatchet. All right. Clatchet because it's bedazzled. Yes. First. Yes. You know, and it's not like, it, you know, you pulled out a 40 ounce of yeah. your bag. Not no. an old English. <laughs> not <laughs> old English. You didn't pull out a 40. You had a flask, you know? and that's, A bedazzled one at that. Yeah. That says Rita, a.k.a. the boss. Listen, you know what? <laughs> and, I, and we spoke about this before. You know, there are some certain events you just need to cock it back one time because Listen. you can't get through it without one. I went to a wedding. True story. Mm. On my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Went to a wedding. And there was... I I don't know. You you might have been at this wedding, Fabi. But I'm not going to shout out anybody on on the podcast (laughs) right now. But if you're listening, you might know what I'm talking about. I went to this wedding and it was one of those things where it's like multi-layers of the family. Mm -hmm. There's there's dad, stepdad, Mm. mom, stepmom. Everyone had a speech... And they had to outshine each other. Crazy. The bar, no alcohol. Ooh. Okay. No alcohol. No libations. There was no corner stores in the vicinity because this was one of those deep Long Island, I think, weddings. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So with that being said, at that moment, I had to endure French and English speeches that lasted more than like, like, like 10, 15 minutes, literally, because it's, a, it's like a clap back. It was like a cipher in the middle of the damn wedding. That is crazy. So I'm sitting here thinking there's no alcohol in my system. There's no sedation here. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, I'm having to like listen to this shit. So, so after that day, I'm telling you, after that day, 
I made it a point. I said, I'm going on Etsy. Mm -hmm. I am am creating, you know, a professional, classy clatchet. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I designed it myself. They mailed it to me. I've taken it out in the public streets. You know what? And I don't blame you. I've seen way weirder things. Yeah, no, it's it. it this doesn't make sense. It so doesn't make sense. Be prepared, lady. It's, and what do you call it? You have a special name for it? Or just I mean, I just say it's my flask. It's my flask. I just call it my flask. But you know, but when you read it though, it says, uh, you know, Rita P, aka the boss, because I gotta let people know. That's right. I gotta let people That's know. That's right, Rita. You know, <laughs> I'm not just some ratchet with a flask. I'm clatchet. And a boss. I brought it to I brought it to barbecues. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely got some looks. What, what is what is one of the weirdest responses you've gotten? Oh my god! So I brought. So last night I went to a wedding and I brought it, but there was alcohol. I didn't need to pull it out, so mm. it stayed in my bag. Mm. But I went to the barbecue. That was the weirdest response. There was this older Haitian man because you know, young us women, we have to look the part. We got you know, no drinking, no nothing. It's like mm. you know, they have this perception that you're a little good little Haitian girl. Even though I don't see how good in alcohol, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I pulled it out because they were, you know, we were passing drinks and there was no drinks at this barbecue. It was, you know, in the park. I think there was, you have to have a liquor license. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. So <laughs> I pull it out. So, you know, my friends, they came and, you know, they drank too. So I was like, all right, you know, a little hell Jameson in there. <laughs> so, you know, we're making do little concoctions with the, you know, ginger ale. And then homeboy turned around. He was the father of one of my friends. He turned around. He was like, what is that? Alcohol? <laughs> Alcohol? I'm like, yeah. He's like, huh. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, don't judge me. Whoa. Seriously? Like, like don't judge oh, wait, me. You should have given him the look like, what? You don't have one either? I'm you don't like, have one? <laughs> I didn't get a chance to pregame. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I came to, it was a midday barbecue. I didn't have time to wake up in the morning and drink before I got here. Like Rita, I love you that much more now. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I'm glad that you said that was Clatcher because yes. I, I currently own one. Um, <laughs> it's the new wave. It's the new wave. Hmm. So here's one. For all of us, uh, you know, weave wig, more so wig wearers out here in these street unit wearers. Mm-hmm. You keep you it cla- keep it classy, unit wearers. Um, adjusting your wig at a board in the middle of a board meeting. Classy ratchet, classic. What is it? Okay, so I have maybe worn a wig maybe twice in life and both have been like <laughs> for entertaining was it a lace front it was, <laughs> listen i don't even know which one was which but i just know they were wigs um <laughs> sorry i'll get more educated once i get more into that yes yes please. um adjusting your wig at a board meeting i would have to say that's um <laughs> Listen, given corporate America, mm-hmm. honestly, to be honest, that is kind of ratchet. Okay, that okay, is ratchet. I think I agree with you with that. However, sometimes, yes, I cannot say that I've I've done this myself. But then again, I think it's like sometimes a subconscious thing that you do mm-hmm. because you feel it that it's tilting a mm-hmm. little bit to the no, left, hear, yeah. and you just—it's like an automatic like. I feel like I Shift. might have done this mm-hmm. in public. I, I can't say that it was at a board meeting. Um, you know, I can't say that. But I'm hoping you- that's not what happened. But 
Can you just imagine, like, if Bill or Sarah caught you, you know, just adjusting your wig, what their response would be? I mean, we already get the, huh, you know, this is this is a new look for you, Fab, you know, kind of response when we come with different hairstyles. But, but to you, see you. It's crazy. You know what? It's crazy, though. It's really crazy because, like, okay, so today I'm rocking my natural do. Mm-hmm. I tried. Lovely. I attempted the wash and go. I went on um, YouTube. And learned how to do a wash and go. So I've been wearing my natural hair out a little bit. And I'm not I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, I only wear wigs and weaves because I don't I don't love myself. I don't love my hair. You know, my hair is okay. Mm-hmm. Am I in love with it? I particularly don't like waking up in the morning and having to my hair is very thick. I have like four B, four C, whatever the, the charts say. Mm-hmm. My hair is a little coarser. It's not it's not wake up and shake hair. Right. So because I'm, you know, corporate, you know, business or whatever, I need something that's like quick. Quick and dirty. I, hear I you. wake up and brush. I'm right there with right? you. Right? But I got to work today and they're like, huh, your hair is, you, you cut your hair. I'm like, this is shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> this is what shrinkage, I had to let her know this is shrinkage because I don't know what my hairstyle is going to be tomorrow. You know what I mean? Right. And you have to educate them. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, it's our duty to educate those who do not know. No, you have to let them know. Like, you, I could have been like, yeah, no, you know, I'm trying to, I'm like, no, no, this is shrinkage. Because, you know, tomorrow I might blow it out and you might be like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? They're already confused already with the long hair, short hair, curly hair styles that I do already. Right. But today I had to give them the education. Like, I put braids in, I can remember, and then one of the girls said to me, oh my gosh, Fab, is this, are these extensions, is this a weave? <laughs> I said, you know what? I don't have the time today, but um, no, this is not. <laughs> this is not a weave. This is, this not. is not what you would call a weave. No. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I've, you know, I, I feel like it's, I know I've, I've done a little adjust, just real quick, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've had, you know, the Holy Spirit or the little angel Jimmy Cricket <laughs> has, has, you know, been there with me to let me know, Rita, you're currently in the middle of an arbitration or you're currently doing a case right now. Do not adjust that wig. Right. So I feel like I've had the restraint. And that's what matters. And that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> Discipline. The restraint. All right. So, hmm. You know what? I know I said I was only going to, you know, do five, but I have two more. Because okay. this one just popped Let's in. Let's go. There. Let's go. I'm loving so, it. hmm. You know all the words to Bodak Yellow. Classy, ratchet, or, ra- or, or clotchet. Which one? Girl. Bodak Yellow has been like, I don't know. When girls hear it, it's like they become a different person. But is that a classy ratchet? Ho. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's a clatchet. That's a clatchet for me. That's definitely a clatchet. I think so too, because I currently, like, I know all the words and I feel like I've been using it in in reference actually with people. (laughs) Seriously. So, okay. Cardi B, you changed us. Cardi. At first, I was like, you know, because I was watching Love and Hip Hop. (laughs) Um, Shout out to Love and Hip Hop. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I kind of like her. But she's a little loud, though. Mm -hmm. But then as time went on, I'm like, I like her. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know all your lyrics, Cardi. Right. I know all of them. And you can relate to some of the things that you know. You can relate. When you can relate, it's like there's nothing fake about it. No, not at all. So, Cardi, continue uh, delivering lyrics like Bodak Yellow. (laughs) Yes. You know, please. intelligible lyrics, because I understand what you're saying right now. Right. I'm hoping the next hit song, too, I can also, you know, exactly go down, memorize going it. Down that rock. Exactly. Whatever you do when you keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one, hmm, 
wearing fishnet stockings to work as part of your work attire. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Classy ratchet, clatchet. Sorry, I'm just gonna say ratchet. Okay, there is a time and a place. <laughs> You and know it's been associated, fishnets have been associated with so many other things. Like, it's hard not to bring it back to like that. Like prostitution, yes, maybe. Um, yeah, stripper. See where you've seen it first. Go back to where you've seen it first. And yeah. that's what you're always going to see. I do have a confession. Okay. I have a confession. But again, when you are, when you crisis in your life. Ooh. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm telling you. Sometimes you don't see the error of your ways, but when you are a God fearing person, He will, He will pick you up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you were, mm. turn you around, Shondo. <laughs> send you, send you to the, you know, the the the, the right store mm-hmm. down the right aisle to get your ass a decent set of tights. I hear you. So back in the day, early in my legal career, mm-hmm. um, I don't know why I thought that it was okay to work. That's you gotta fun. live, learn, and experience. Because I is. wanted to. It's like it was, and that's that's kind of where part of my story for creating Frida came from. It's like you just wanted something to scream like, "Hey, I'm not like everybody else." Yeah. But the problem is, you don't want to say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm possibly a hoe. I don't know," <laughs> or I have a night job. You know what I mean? But I would have like my suits and then like, bam, like a fishnet stocking, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it was so cute because, you know, I was, you know, walking in with the heels and everything. It, it's like it went. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, I work at the DA's office and I definitely stand in the core part where we prosecute um, sex traffic, like, like you know, <laughs> pro- prostitutes. And here I am, my legs, you know, I'm wearing the same leggings as, as the prostitute. Like, hey, girl, you got that on sale. It's like, was that was that Marshall's? You know. So I, at some point, I'm like, although I thought I was being edgy, because I was just trying to like, like, I need something. I can't just have this regular outfit like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be edgy, but then I was like, but then the Holy Spirit was like, Rita, Mm -hmm. they will know Mm -hmm. you by your fruits. (laughs) Listen, listen, you better tell somebody. Somebody needed to hear that today. those who will say they're like what's wrong with fishnet knockings it might be cool if i'm going out with friends if i'm going out to the club or going out to a lounge or something but you know during the nine to five mm. um you know i feel like i don't know i don't know what crisis i was going through but i there was a point so i think i, I was ratchet in the workplace at one point but then okay. um i was lifted mm, and mm, therefore mm, mm. you know and now i see the errors of my ways and now i'm here to tell everybody else Yes. Don't wear fishnet stockings don't. to your job. Don't do don't it. Do don't it. do it. Because you might you might it. think it cute, and it might actually be cute. Mm-hmm. But your boss might not think it's cute. There is a time and place. Yes, yes. So you know, you, you can cute. wear them, just not to work. Just not to work, unless you not work in the, not at in that the place. daytime. Not in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> not in the daytime. All right. Well, thank you for playing classy, clatchet or ratchet. Woo, woo, First, woo. Contestant. First contestant. I'll let you know what you win offline. Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want people emailing me like, yo, so. Uh, <laughs> All right, cool. So, Fabi, you know, I adore you. I've known you for several Aww. years now. We share the same faith. We've been in the same circles. So, I mean, tell us who you are. I mean, I know we've heard your name. You're like right. a broadcast journalist. You have, you just started a, a nonprofit. Like, 
Tell me who you are. Talk about everything, Fabi. Let's we'll break it down a little bit because I have some, you know, questions. But mm. I do want you to take the lead and tell us who you are. Okay. Um, well, I enjoy long walks on the beach. Um <laughs> no, in all honesty, guys, um, in a nutshell, Fab is your day-to-day girl. Um, I love everything about being Caribbean. <laughs> of course, the food, the culture, the experience. I love being in my own skin. Um, my journey as being a journalist uh, started a few years back, um, and it's been amazing. Um, I actually did my undergrad in psych. And um, and where'd you go to undergrad? LIU. Whoop, whoop, Blackbird. <laughs> um, and it was definitely... It was cool, you know, but then I found out that, you know, life was really pulling me towards something else. And that something else happened to be journalism. And ever since then, it's just been catapulting to something way bigger than I expected. So it actually opened up the avenue to Propelled Media, which is my newest endeavor. Okay, Um, okay. But just piggybacking, well, just, I guess, giving a history, I actually had the chance to... um, do GNYC news as a reporter, which I still am. But and what is GNYC? Time, Greater New York Conference okay. uh, for Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> <laughs> um, then it also opened up the door for Haitian Times, uh, field reporter, news writer. I currently have a show called Gab with Fab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Gab with Fab and Haitian Times. And where, and where can we find this Gab with Fab? HaitianTimes.com. All right. And it's every week, every month. Um, we've mainly been doing every month. Um, so our latest episode was actually uh, put on last week. Okay. Uh, so you can go to HaitianTimes.com and it's one of the first featured stories there. Um, yeah. So going back to how uh, my newest endeavor started, it was actually, um, I feel as though journalism opened the door for Propelled Media. Propelled Media Mentorship Program is actually designed for Caribbean girls who who have a, a love for entertainment and media. Now, for me, in my particular journey, I found it very hard to navigate through the media industry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can get swiped any which way if you really don't know or have somebody that's mentoring you. Yeah. So for me, it was very important that I stay true, first of all, to who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have to offer because at the end it was really what made me excel and be set apart from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely wanted to create this sort of outlet for the young girls, knowing that they do have somebody that is looking out for them, not only in the realm of media, but, you know, entrepreneurship and, uh, you know, just knowing yourself as a woman, because we all face, you know, the similar Mm -hmm. problems, you know? So it's, It's definitely that kind of outlet. And I definitely want it to be the goal. The end goal is for it to be going global. And it will. Yes. In the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And of course, uh, moving right along, my newest endeavor as well is filmmaking. Oh, yes. I know you were doing some documentary type stuff, yes. but I don't think I knew about this filmmaking. Yes, yes, yes. It's part of the the, the filmmaking documentary. Um, so I've had a chance to um, just a brief synopsis of what it is that the documentary is about. It's actually one of my friends. He actually 
asked me to go on this quest with him. Mm-hmm. He wanted to meet Haiti for the first time. Oh, wow. And the twist was that he was also going to Haiti to meet his father for the first time. And his oh, father didn't know he was coming. Okay. So we started it in Brooklyn and we ended up in Haiti. And mm-hmm. the series of events in between that happened, I mean... Rita, I cannot wait for everybody to see this because it has definitely been a labor of love. So when do when can we expect this debut? Definitely in 2018. Okay. All right. I know these things take a little time to marinate and mm-hmm. that's what I'm learning, you know, the ins and outs of mm-hmm. filmmaking. But we definitely wanted to produce something that's definitely you know, somebody can relate to and get some sort of inspiration from. And I feel like that's the story for a lot of people. Like, I mean, my, I have a godmother in Haiti who I've never met mm-hmm, <laughs> in mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> but just like, I mean, when I went to Haiti the last time um, for, you know, the Hurricane Matthew relief, I, it was the first time I was able to go to like my grandmother's like town, like where like basically like everyone like started from. Cause you know, people, people like they moved to like Port-au-Prince and so whatever, but like the beginnings, you know, I grew up hearing all about these different people and it was just like, you know, I, when I got there, I was like, oh my God, this is my day mm-hmm. that I've heard about since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And it was such right. like an emotional um, time just to like see all these people that like were so like beloved like you know for my grandmother and just like you know and even for me like I grew up like loving these people with without ever ever you know even meeting them so I definitely feel like it's something relatable whether it be you know a parent or whatever the case is but you know definitely I think everybody will have some sort of like relation to this absolutely and we uncover so many things we unfold so many things within this and i just can't wait for it to come out and see the kind of feedback that we're going to get okay cool i mean so how do you i guess the the big question for me is how do you you know manage all of this like i mean you are you know you're covering stories all over the place i i follow you you know all over (laughs) social media we talk and like you know you're in haiti this day Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you, you know, manage, you know, the nonprofit that's, you know, pretty recent, mm-hmm. you know, actually doing the propelled media cohort and, you know, the the classes and setting all that stuff up, coordinating all that stuff. Because, you know, we you I know you don't have a large staff. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So a lot of it, <laughs> a lot of it is, you know, you know, done done on your own. Mm-hmm. And then being able to like, you know, write for Haitian Times, do Gab with Fab and also do other collaborations and cover stories for all all these. Like, how do you like what's your process? Uh, to be honest, Rita, I definitely it's something that gradually uh, became fixed. There was something that I had to sit down and um, really go over it and try to make time for each thing that was really important. Mm-hmm. I It came to a point where I was saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. It had to come to a point where I had to say no mm-hmm. to them and yes to me. Yeah. And what it is I need to focus on. Um because you're doing yourself a disservice mm-hmm. if you don't really cater to what it is that God has called you to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at it through that perspective. And even now, you know, I, I still 
have things which I need to adjust in my scheduling. But, you know, it's learning to monetize that which is important to you and that which is going to, quote unquote, propel you mm-hmm. to, you know, where you need to be. You got to be real with yourself. You got to be real with what it is. What's the end goal? And sometimes that that's saying that harsh no or, you know, that no that you really don't want to say. But you have to because you got to make things happen for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's important um, what you stated about being able to say no. I feel like even with myself um, being an attorney, being part of all these other organizations, I'm always like, you know, people are sending me emails. Hey, could you do this for my mom? Do this for my dad? Do this for this? You know, and it's like in all sorts of areas of law that I don't physically practice in. Mm -hmm. But then because you're like, oh, yeah, I got to help people out. You go and you spend hours upon hours researching Mm -hmm. what it is that you need to do and then do it and then not get paid for it, of course. Right. Girl. So, you know, it's another podcast. That is another podcast. That's, uh, but I think um, having like a type. A A minus personality, definitely. I I like to say A minus because I'm not as anal as people mm-hmm. might think I am. But I think having like you know a type A minus, B plus even personality definitely helps us navigate. Um, you know, this life and be able to manage and handle all the different things that we do, being able to um, be a little flexible. Mm-hmm. Right. And then but understanding that sometimes you just have to like be that stern person and not like it's like, listen, we're friends and everything, but this is business. We need to get things done. So I think that also helps. One thing I think that I need to learn um, is t- how to delegate better. Mm. Um, I think. I do a decent enough job of it, but then I'm one of those, like, I will still do a lot on my own because I might not trust that somebody will do it properly. Mm. Um, yep. So that's like a big thing. So it's one of those things where it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> you know, I need to learn because at the end of the day, there's only 24 hours in the day. Right. There's not 32. There's not... And so, and some of that time you have to sleep. Right. And some of that time right. you have to Self deal with care. Yeah. And then the nine to five, because right. if, if, if you don't have the nine to five, they're going to fire Ooh, you. It's it. <laughs> and then you're not going to be able to do your side projects. Right? right. Right. So there's just so many, you know, important, like prioritization is like a big thing, knowing how to prioritize. So I think, you know, I definitely know that you have those capabilities because mm-hmm. if you didn't, we wouldn't be here. Today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how Fab is about to take over the the filmmaking world. Listen, you better speak that thing Listen, because I'm ready for it. It's in the universe. It's in the universe. And you can't be a hundred percent of the women that you want to be, you know? If you're only giving ten percent here, ten percent there, it's all gotta be relative because that, that's what happens. That is it a word. Starts to show and reflect in the work that you are trying to do. I'm not giving 100%, but it's going to show in my face. It's going to show in my attitude. It's going to mm-hmm. show. And it's going to sort of be contagious to whatever it is that you're trying to nurture. Mm-hmm. So you definitely don't want to start that off. I don't want Propelled Media seeing all of that. You see, I'm like... Yeah, keeping it know? together. Yes, <laughs> keeping it together. So my, my girls, my mentees won't notice all of that. Like, I'm doing that for... The, that's my angle. Like... You got to self-care first so that you can take that into your babies, whatever it is that you're nurturing and building and growing and developing. And that's all I'm going to say. 
No, but that is it's good. It's a good. Um, I guess it's a good thing to pass down. Mm-hmm. Like I think that because you're a self starter and a lot of the stuff you know you've kind of gotten on your own. It's def you. I think you make like the perfect role model for these girls. Because it's not like you. you know, it's not like somebody was like you know, like your mother or father was like, hey, here's a radio station, or hey, <laughs> right, you know, he's in he's a newspaper. You know, your father's not you know Haitian times. You know, like you weren't right. given a lot of these things, so you had to like you know actually get on the ground. And I think that's so true with um, media. Mm-hmm. It's not like other professions where it's like like even with being a lawyer, there's a lot of go getterness that happens mm-hmm. with being an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I make up a lot of words. Yeah, <laughs> dictionary coming out 2018. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Urban Dictionary is gonna have some competition, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that you know. <laughs> A lot of times, like, you know, people don't understand, like, what the backstory truly is. And it's like, you know, being that role model that can actually say, listen, like, I wasn't given this, you know, this position. Like, I had to work for it. This is the things that I had to do, especially in media, having to break through. There's so many people trying to be in media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not easy for a woman of color to it be in media. Not, and that's what I wanted to celebrate with Propelled Media. Yeah. And it's, and I think that just the journey alone and seeing how rare it really is, like, unless it's like Ratchet TV mm-hmm. or, you know, a Black-owned station or whatever, like, you're not really seeing, like, women of color especially caribbean women of color like at the forefront especially in broadcast media like i went to um undergrad with a girl who's actually a woman Mm -hmm. um who's uh you know a news anchor at nbc in the connecticut Mm. and you know but i know without even really taking the steps with her that that was not an easy road and then when i see her i'm like there's not that many (laughs) there isn't there isn't oh that girl yeah Mm -hmm. we know her and you have to like constantly prove yourself too, right? Like you, they yes. don't just give you the opportunity. Like nope. the hurricane, it's you that's gonna be in the hurricane right. or the snowstorm mm-hmm. or wherever it is. Like you're you're not getting like the posh jobs. No. You have to work your way. So I I definitely like commend people in the media because it's just it's not an easy place to be. It's not. And I I, I just want to encourage just being true to what it is that you believe in and what you stand for. I mean, nowadays, you know, we we want to emulate what it is that we're seeing, but it's what, you know, you stand for that makes you unique and your story unique and not the same. Mm-hmm. And it gives it a little bit of flavor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we, we all want that moment, but yes, be true to who you are. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's a good and positive note mm-hmm. um, to leave this off on. Like definitely be who you are, you know, don't compromise. Now, you know, there's some caveats to that. Like, if I mean, if you're ratchet, you mm-hmm. might want to clean Listen. it up a little bit, right? <laughs> you might want to clean it up a little bit depending on the industry. I mean, if you're ratchet and you're trying to be on Love & Hip Hop, then you don't need to clean up anything. Right. Let it work for you. But, you know, especially I think with broadcast journalism, like, there's a lot of, you know, cleaning up that has mm-hmm. to be done in order to even be presentable. And I've heard it's like, once you get in, then you can kind of work the system, mm-hmm. but you have to, like, know how to get in first. Right. But it sounds like from you, it's like, you don't really have to do, you don't have to be who, you, you know, somebody else. You can still be who you are and mm-hmm. still get in. Right. Just know who you are. I mean, the what you know comes after the who you know, sad to say. I mean, well, the who you know, sorry, comes after the what you know, sad to say. But people are watching. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a day and age of social media and 
people are watching you whether you know it or not because you got haters you got congratulators you got supporters or whatever have and you. lurkers yep I mean the I mean this is for another podcast <laughs> people are watching who you like and who you yes. don't like on social media yes people are taking lurkers of everything <laughs> um but like I said at the end of the day be happy be who you are and those things will cause people and opportunities to locate you. That, that that's that's that word, word right there. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Fabiola, for coming. And you know, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll change the the tagline here. I mean, it's not a gab with. Fab. I'm gabbing with Fab today. Yeah, yes. I'm gabbing with Fab today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but thanks for coming on to Frida's World. You thanks know, you are always me. welcome to be, you know, on this podcast. Um, we definitely appreciate you two as well as being a big supporter of Frida and also That's being amazing. on the advisory board. Thank you so much for starting this, Rita. Yeah. I'm so serious. <laughs> this has been an avenue and an outlet for like so many women. And it's to see the way that it's going and the way the direction it's going. It's amazing. I commend you. <sighs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's definitely hard work i mean i'm trying my hardest but you know it's it's just one of those things where it's like you know you know like you 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 have the affirmation the confirmation from mm -hmm. like you know god that this is something that you need to do like there's been many times where i was like oh, i don't know maybe mm -hmm. this is not the thing that, mm -hmm. but then like something something small will happen or somebody will like say something and you're like okay now it's just kind of managing it and making sure that it's like you know it, I'm staying true to myself, but I'm also giving the people like what they want. Exactly. And it's a little hard, you know, like, you know, I didn't come up in this radio world or the podcast world. <laughs> so, you know, every episode might be a little better as it should be. Right. <laughs> like, we're just going to wing this one and see. We're going to wing this like, a little what bit. Kind of feedback you you know, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely this was a great, great, great conversation. And I, you know, I'm really happy that, you know, there are women like you who are actually taking the initiative because you could have just been like, you know what, this, this life, this broadcast journalism life is hard. Like I'm just trying to get what I need to get mm -hmm. and keep going and forget that there are, you know, young little girls like, like, you know, that were like you that mm -hmm. are trying to also get into this world and that like, they don't even know how to like even break through. Right. So being a role model and creating a platform for young women to like, even, you know, especially Caribbean women, like yes. I, if you think about it, like that's not part of like the, the big, the top five jobs for Caribbeans. It's like not, that's not lawyer, nurse, doctor, engineer. Ooh, that's another podcast. Teacher. Girl. You know, so it's, it's not, like, you know, imagine a little girl telling their parent, I want to be a, a journalist. And they'll be like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, uh, no, like as a hobby. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being an inspiration for the young girls out there and showing them that there's more to just being a doctor, a lawyer. I mean, I'm a lawyer and I advocate for people being lawyers, but there's so many other creative spaces. Yes. Like, I wish I was like a, an artist, like I could just paint all day, right. you know? So let's get, let's get out that unconventional thinking. Exactly. Exactly. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning into episode seven. We're already on episode Woo! seven. Jesus. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Number, number perfect completion. Let yes. Me tell you, girl. Yes. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for tuning into Frida's World Podcast, episode seven, with our lovely host, Fabiola Jean. Fabiola, let the people know where they could find more out more about you. Okay, so you can okay, my my Instagram name is kind of Clatchet. So <laughs> it was kind of taken from the aim days, F Jean underscore zero three. You can find me, FabiolaJean.com, Propelled Media Mentorship, uh, 
right? Program.com, right? <laughs> we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram as well. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much Googleable too. So, yeah. Yeah, Fabiola Jean. Fabiola, regular spelling. Jean, mm-hmm. Jean, yeah. regular spelling. That's it. All right. So, this is a wrap for episode seven. Again, thank you, everyone. If you like what you hear today, <laughs> uh, definitely subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You will go to Frida's World, F R E E D A apostrophe S World. We're searchable. Find us, subscribe. Like us, please leave a review um, in order for us to improve, in order for us to, you know, figure out what you guys want to hear. We need you to actually say something. So leave a comment, um, share with your friends. Definitely want to get this podcast. You know, you have plans on taking Propelled Media Global. I'd like this podcast to hopefully one day be at the top of the charts. Absolutely. Um, We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Frida uh, Women NYC. Frida, F-R-E-E-D-A, Women NYC. You can also check out our online store at www.fridawomennyc.com for the latest accessories. That, you know, I used to just say, you know, professional accessories for the workplace. But I've, you know, my last few weddings and galas, I've been dressed up. And Frida gear. So these are actually yeah. accessories that, you know, yes, they give your workplace outfit like this a bit of edge and distinction, but it can also dress up your gala gown, Listen, dress up I've your cocktail. You I'm like, oh, go ahead, Rita. Girl on the website. Like. On the website. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everybody, we're, like I said, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, find us, comment us, like us, subscribe. And see you next week on uh, episode eight of Frida's World Podcast. Have a good week, everyone, and God bless. Bye.